It's Sunday morning. Time for the Great Outdoors with Charlie Potter. Brought to you by the all-new Chevy Silverado and ChevyDriveChicago.com on Chicago's very own 720 WGN. Welcome to the Great Outdoors Show here on WGN Radio in Chicago. This is your host, Charlie Potter. Thank you for joining me this morning. And I'm actually talking to you from Pittsburgh. As you know, from time to time, I do a show on location. And Pittsburgh is the place to be this week if you are interested in the future of conservation in North America as the grand premiere of the IMAX movie Wings Over Water has been released in Pittsburgh at the Carnegie Science Center and I was here for the release and as you know in full disclosure I've said before I've been a supporter of this film since its very beginning because I think it is potentially the way to change how conservation is communicated to 350 million Americans and beyond It's taking conservation to the mainstream, and the IMAX film, Wings Over Water, did just that here in Pittsburgh in the last couple days. It would not have happened without, as so often happens in America, without that of corporate philanthropy and individuals who really stand up when it counts. And in the case of Pittsburgh, we would not have had the world premiere opening of Wings Over Water without the leadership of the R.K. Mellon Foundation, which for generations now has been a very staunch supporter of conservation, has made a meaningful difference for conservation. And they, because Michael Keaton is the narrator of this iconic film, Wings Over Water, is a Pittsburgh native. They wanted the grand premiere to be in Pittsburgh. And so it was. And Huey Lewis, who many of you know, a wonderful musician, and he did the score in the movie for The Power of Love, and Huey Lewis was kind enough to fly into Pittsburgh for what was quite a celebration of conservation. So so why is this important? I guess you've listened to me now for over 20 years on the air, some of you, and I have struggled, as we all have, as to how we're going to take conservation to the mainstream. There are 350-plus million Americans and a very small fraction understand the importance of conservation. And of that small fraction, an even smaller fraction, have ever heard of the prairie wetlands, which for North America is the equivalent of the Amazon to South America. Without the prairie wetlands in North America, we lose, we basically lose bird life. It's gone. We lose a huge amount of our water resources. We have much worse flooding in the alluvial Mississippi and Missouri alluvial plains. And we also do something else. We lose the ability to sequester carbon, which is certainly something that is on everyone's minds. How do we sequester carbon? Well, the prairies with their once vast grasslands were arguably one of the planet's great sequester of carbon. Prairies over 300,000 square miles, nearly 100 million acres in size, going from Iowa on northwest through western Minnesota to the Dakotas and on up into Canada, Manitoba, Alberta, and eastern Saskatchewan, they, they are the cradle 
They are the cradle of bird life in North America. And so Wings Over Water is taking conservation to the mainstream. And I hope that all of you will have the chance to see it. If you don't have a chance to see it in IMAX theater in the next couple of years, then I know you'll have the chance to see it sitting at home and watching television, whether it's the Discovery Channel or Disney or whatever it might be. But I will say, having seen it in IMAX form, the big 3D, the huge screen, there's nothing like it. Those birds are coming right at you, uh, and they are flying through you, and and you will be occasionally ducking to get out of the way of a of an of a of an owl or or maybe some bird residue. It's it's powerful. And the other thing that's magical here, and this is why I'm I'm really I'm talking about it now, and I'll be talking about it for a long time because it's going to open doors that we have never had available to us. And Ducks Unlimited and the National Audubon Society, along with the Max McGraw Wildlife Foundation, are the major, the major partners of this film. And, and they have come to the realization, and they are behind the effort to make the tent a whole lot bigger. DU has over a million members. Audubon has over a million members. Together, they represent the two largest membership groups, I believe, on Earth, certainly in North America, and they are extraordinarily effective. But again, the 350 million people in America alone, and DU and Audubon combined, have, have 2 million members, and there's probably a fair amount of overlap. So despite all their work and the billions raised, the two best groups in the country membership-wise have not been able to crack the code to engage the public at large in why their missions of water, saving water and saving birds and saving habitat are so important. Wings Over Water can do that for the first time. It's, it's the first major film ever made about the conservation of water and birds and the prairie wetlands. And so what's likely to happen from this is school kids are going to be introduced to the prairies you're going to be introduced to the prairies and word will spread about we have this magical place in america north america i think most of you listening and certainly i did from an early age i could tell you about the serengeti i certainly could tell you about the amazon the everglades well the prairie wetlands of north america are on a par with them serengeti africa doesn't do well if it's gone South America doesn't do it all well if the Amazon continues to be degraded. And if the prairie wetlands continue to be degraded, it's game over for North America's birds. So Wings Over Water debuted in, in Pittsburgh. Michael Keaton's done a fabulous job of, of narrating the film. And the other thing that I think is going to happen is that maybe for the first time, conservation dollars are going to go in a more meaningful way to communications. And, and when I say this, I, I think it's, it's important to note that conservation dollars, by and large, go into habitat. Ducks Unlimited, the best of all at securing habitat. Nearly 90% of the money DU raises goes for habitat, preservation. There's no money for communications, very little. Audubon, same thing with its sanctuaries. The only people who spend a lot of money on communications, the Humane Society. And we know what happens there. They pull at your heartstrings, and while they, they do a lot of good work, they also have been 
absolutely undermining the future of land management and the future of hunting uh, as a result, which is one of the most important ways to manage wildlife species and to save habitat. So the major conservation groups spend very little money on communications. You can think about NASA and all the money they spend on educating kids about space, and they've been in the communications business for a long time. How much money does the Fish and Wildlife Service spend on communications? Virtually nothing. The Department of Interior, virtually nothing. We have been habitat-focused because everyone believed that people would understand the need to save habitat. Well, guess what? They don't because we haven't told them why it's so important in this case, to save the prairie wetlands, and that's what Wings Over Water does. I think it also does something else, and before I go to break, I do want to say I think it does something else really that's going to be transformational. It shows how major corporations in America can help advance the cause of conservation. And Wings Over Water on its maiden voyage, if you will, and trying to change the whole dialogue of conservation communications has the support of Bass Pro Shops and Uline as its two major sponsors. And why is that interesting? Because there are few corporations in America that have done more for conservation than those two. Bass Pro Shops now owns Cabela's. If you're a Bass Pro Shops or Cabela's customer, every time you walk into the store, you're going to know that they have put significant horsepower and revenues into trying to take this movie around the world so that people understand the message of conservation. And the same with Uline. And after all, who doesn't get a Uline, doesn't know about the Uline boxes and packages? Almost everybody. Uline has been a big supporter of conservation, and their backing of this film also shows that corporations in America do an awful lot of good to advance the cause. So Wings Over Water is really, I think, on the precipice of changing the dynamics of how we communicate. The film is spectacular from from a photography point of view, it's going to change how we educate. So that's why I took the time this morning to talk about it. I think it's a transformational moment in conservation. And Ducks Unlimited and Audubon and the Max McGraw Wildlife Foundation are to be applauded for their leadership in this. I think we're going to see great things coming, and I hope you all have the opportunity to see the movie at some point, wherever you may be listening. I'll be back in just a moment with more on the great outdoors. And when I do, I'm going to talk a little bit about the climate crisis and what that actually means right now with exploding energy costs for conservation. It's not good news for conservation efforts. This is Charlie Potter on the Outdoor Voice of Chicago and America, 720 WGN. And first, a message from our longtime sponsors, the Northwest Indiana and Chicagoland Chevrolet dealers. In the field, hunters need to be alert, sense the environment around them and know exactly where they are communicate seamlessly with their dogs. And when it comes to pickup trucks, you want the same qualities. The all-new Chevy Silverado comes with an available 4G Wi-Fi hotspot for seamless communication. It's designed to handle the toughest loads with advanced trailering technology, tough on the road and off. And the all-new design gives you more cargo space than the competition. Chevy Silverado is the most dependable, longest-lasting, full-size pickup on the road. Plus, there's never been a better time to see your local Chevy dealer about the Big Fix lease. 
It's an amazing lease deal that can lower your monthly payments and give you more Chevy, all for less money. That's a treasure hunt. So head to your Chicagoland and Northwest Indiana Chevy dealer or go to ChevyDriveChicago.com and see why Chevy is the number one best-selling brand in Chicagoland, now eight years running. It's Charlie Potter and the Great Outdoors on Chicago's very own 720 WGN. Welcome back to the Great Outdoors Show. Charlie Potter here on WGN Radio. Thanks for being with me, and I hope you enjoyed the first part of the show about wings over water. I'm also now going to switch. It's, it's, it's absolutely related. We are told repeatedly we have a climate crisis. It's all over the news. And I would offer that it's more an issue of us becoming more aware of the climate. The crisis, perhaps, is not different today than it was five years ago. But we're being more sensitized to the climate change. And I think it's really a question of of following the money in a lot of cases. But what's happened as we have shifted, and I'm not saying it's a bad thing at all. Please don't think I'm saying that. But as we have shifted in recent years to a quote-unquote greener environment from the production of energy, which long-term is certainly a goal that's very laudable, we are now seeing that we have a, a, a serious problem in making the transition in the near term, and it's causing an explosion in energy costs. We all know that. I don't need to, I certainly don't need to say that. However, here's what I want to say. The explosion in energy costs is going to have big-time consequences for the environment. So think about that for a second. We try to become ever more responsible in the environment I think everyone lodged the goal of being more responsible, but we don't do it maybe with the degree of thought or foresight, more importantly, that we should. So when you look at the price of diesel, for example, right now, we, we all know it's, it's at a record high. Why is that bad for conservation? Because conservation efforts depend in large part on land management. So you're the state of Illinois and you have a budget for managing the state lands, planting wildlife food plots, planting fence rows, planting all kinds of habitat, and suddenly your budget is blown by 50% or more because the input costs are so high, if you can get them, if you can get the seed, if you can get the fertilizer, guess what? Across America, states and the federal government are not going to be planting habitat for wildlife as they had planned because they can't afford to. Think of a farmer, and I'll, I'll say that I can say personally this, leaving the last 10 rows of corn at the end of a field has always been a practice. Well, when that corn now is closing in on $8 a bushel, and it's costing over five, $600 an acre to plant that corn, landowners are going to think twice about leaving those end rows and habitat patches for deer and turkey and uh, for waterfowl and pheasants and quail. That's real money. So the unsaid problem with very high energy energy prices is it's going to have a detrimental impact on wildlife management. We don't have enough natural food in the system to feed the wildlife on this continent. Wildlife are dependent upon not only waste grain, but they are dependent upon grain 
that is planted and left for them. And to go one step further, waterfowl, particularly ducks, are dependent on grain that is planted, left, and then flooded for them so they can eat. The cost of power is what drives, pumps drive virtually all of the flooded lands in America. There's some that are gravity fed coming off a river or maybe a spring, but, but very few by comparison. Almost all of the water that's provided for ducks habitat is pumped. And if your cost of pumping that water has now gone up nearly 100% in a year, what does that do to your budget? What does that do to your ability to plant, to plant and to pump and to provide wildlife habitat? So I would offer that the quote-unquote climate crisis is a discussion of climate change long-term. But what we really have now is a conservation crisis driven by the explosion in energy costs because this was not well thought out. Long-term, we might have all the same goals. Getting there is a different situation. And if I hear one more time about how this is the cost of transition, and I hear it all the time in the world I live, it's not the cost of transition if you're going to be putting tens of thousands, if not a million acres of habitat out of wildlife habitat this year. And if you're going to be drying up a lot of wetlands that are seasonally flooded for shorebirds, migratory birds, and waterfowl, that's a crisis. On the other end of the crisis, what about if you want to go fishing this summer in Canada and you're planning to drive there? Suddenly you're getting hit with huge rate increases from the lodges that you haven't been able to go to for a few years because of COVID, because their costs are skyrocketing, because after all, every single boat is propelled by gas, that you may run an electric trolling motor when you find the fish, but you have to get there with a boat and you have to drive there. So we're seeing a quick change in the demand for traveling great distances to enjoy the great outdoors. So I hope you'll be back next week. When you come next week, I'm going to talk a bit about conservation in Africa. Chris Dorsey has done a, a really great job kind of summarizing that up. And by the way, Chris Dorsey, I have to say, He's been on the show many times. He was one of the architects of the IMAX film, Wings Over Water, and it's in part due to his brilliance that we're going to change conservation. Thanks so much for listening to The Great Outdoors Show. This is Charlie Potter on the Outdoor Voice of Chicago and America, 720 WGN.